Boom. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Strike Force. Peter, how you doing, bruv? Good, mate. 2021. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, mate. On, on the, what date are we on today? The 14th. Yeah, first time we've done one this year. <laughs> I know. Oh, mate, it's, yeah. I said to you the other day, I've been having like, I feel like I've been having withdrawals. I'm yeah. like, I'm so excited for this next week. It's just, it gets to Saturdays and I'm just like, what am I going to do? What am I going to watch? There's other stuff to watch, but it's just not the same. Yeah, but then you got to watch fucking football, and it's like I'm not, I don't, I'm sick of it. No, but... no, yeah, you got, yeah, you got to watch that, or, or like a couple of nights I've stayed up late and watched NBA, but yes, yeah, I'm so looking forward to this. Definitely, I can't wait. I can't wait. What I wanted to do just before we get into um, the cards that are coming up, we haven't caught up since Wonderboy had his fight. On right. on that card was just a few standouts. I don't want to go through the whole. Um, the whole card i just want to pick out some it's probably going to be difficult to remember but i've got, I've got a few yeah. notes um i wanted to just talk about the marlon mirage fight um yeah. and yeah so that was really 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 uh a, a big win uh for for, for well, did rob font win that one yeah so uh, Mar- yeah, rob, um, for, yeah fucking hell yeah uh, Font was just letting those hands go. Big uppercut and a, a massive win from Rob Font. So I'm really excited to see him. We had um, we had Chaos Williams against Michelle Pereira as well. That was a bit more tense than I thought it was going to be. Really close fight, but Pereira got the win. Um, and then just finishing off, Marlon Vera against Jose Aldo. Do you remember that one? Mm. Yeah, I was disappointed with that one. I um, well, I was disappointed with the third round. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I, I thought we... Well, I think Aldo did what he needed to do, but I thought that Vera, but then maybe it's Vera's fault. I thought he was, I remember when the third round started, Vera was like clapping his hands, going like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And then all of a sudden he was on his back for the whole round. I was yep. like, oh shit, like, surely not this third round is going to be on their fucking, on the floor, but. Yeah, Aldo, Aldo did what he needed to. Yeah, he made it kind of boring because just getting up into a stand-up war was just what they've been doing. You've probably seen it was a bit dangerous for him, but yeah, he just on his back the mm. whole time. But it was a unanimous decision win. Jo- um, Jose's looking great at Bantamweight, so really, really excited to see what happens with him. And then finally, just to wax lyrical a little bit about Wonderboy, mate, an absolute clinic, bruv. He looked so yeah. good, didn't he? It was such a good way to like, end the year, I think, and just having someone like that. And Neil Magny's just been smashing everyone, but... Yeah, he just looks like he doesn't. He's like, it's like not Magni, Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal. That oh, was it. Jeff Neal. That's the one. Sorry, yeah. Jeff. Um, <laughs> sorry, yeah. Jeff, if you're listening. Sorry, sorry, Jeff. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just he's just the same every time. I know, like a couple of fights he's lost, but he's just like it, it was almost like he didn't know what to do. Like mm-hmm. you mean, you got he's been he's been smashing all these people, and he comes up against Wonder Boy, and you're like. Yeah, maybe you could catch him, but it's just couldn't. <laughs> no, like nowhere near. I was saying that there was actually Wonderboy was just standing there trading at some points. It was Topper. just like, yeah, he's just he's fucking tough as well. Hundred percent. The thing thing about Wonderboy is people see him as this kind of pretty boy fighter, but you forget he's got a chin and he's a ridiculous striker. Just looking mm. so crisp, proper finding his rage. There was that accidental clash of heads. He's just such a nice guy, isn't he? Like every time there was a break in oh, the action, yeah. just checking if he was all right and that. And, I know. Oh, Brilliant. That's what was almost like embarrassing for Jeff Neal. It's like he's this monster that everyone's afraid of. Like knocked out Mike Perry and that, like with the head kick and stuff. It's like, oh shit, this this guy's like a beast. And then all of a sudden you're feeling sorry for him. And Wonder Boy's <laughs> like, you're right, you're right, mate. You're right. So it's fucking hell. <laughs> Checking on him halfway through the fight. But yeah, yeah that, that was that was really, really um 
really, really uh, impressive for, from Wonderboy. And like you said, yeah, I completely agree with you. It was a great way to to finish uh, to finish the year. So let's let's talk a little bit about. Um, I'll follow your lead then, Pete. On what card you want to start on? We've got three massive cards that are coming up um, on uh, over the next week or so. So uh, yeah, talk to me about where you want to start. <laughs> well, I'm easy. I just I haven't really. Um, what, what did you, I mean? We can go through them if you want. I've picked all I've done is picked out three fight, like a fight from each that I think is going to be either fight of the night or just something special. Okay, I like um, that. So the so the first one, so the first card this weekend, which is a really good card, was I think it's the co-main Condit versus Brown. Yes, that's like I know that I know on paper, obviously that's always got fight of the night written all over it, but and sometimes they disappoint. But Condit put something up today saying it's his last fight on his contract, so he's going out with he wants to like goal out. He's not going to leave. He's not going to play it safe. So I don't know whether he's looking for a new contract or. So that's just gonna work. That's just gonna amp it up even more. He said he's just gonna go for broke. Amazing! I'm really looking forward to that. That was gonna be my um, my pick for fight of the night as well, only because they're both just veterans of the game. Like, mm. just yeah, I can't I can't wait for that. Just looking at this card then, um, which is coming up on Saturday, prelims. We have got Jacob Kilburn against Austin Lingo, uh, Sarah Morash against Vanessa Mello, David Zawada against uh, Ramazan Imev. Carlos Felipe, who we saw recently as well, heavyweight going up against Justin Tuffer, uh, Will Yanan against Jocelyn Edwards, and then Philip Hawes against uh, Nusaydin Imavov, and we saw Philip Hawes recently as yeah, well. Hawes so was good, yeah. yeah, so that should be that should be good. And then the main card, bruv, it's just banger after banger here. Um, Todorovic is fighting again. I think he'll probably do um, Soriano, and then Buckley. What a year Buckley had, Pete. You know, with the, obviously this the spinning back kick and just looking so impressive. Um, obviously mm. lost to, to Holland, but who fucking didn't? um yeah. so you know yeah really really excited for this one um yeah so you said carlos condit and matt brown who do you think takes it and what do you think what do you think happens so with fight of the night are you expecting a kind of free round war here i'm expecting i hope condit's just like aggressive because a few of the fights that i've seen him lose he's been a bit trying to be a bit too technical and like trying to not play it safe but like pick his shots and stuff but we saw that in the last fight when it against uh what's his name with the beard I can't remember who we fought last. Let's have a look. He's like a bald head, beard, wrestler. Quite Looks like an ogre. Um, (laughs) Talking about yourself, mate. No, right, listen. (laughs) (laughs) I was was looking top right. Court Um, McGee, he just beat. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, Yeah. it was, do you remember remember he like, he was sort of playing it safe rounds one and two, picking him apart. And then rounds three, I think he went for it a little bit more. Mm. Like, did he bust him up? I think he bust something or smashed his nose up and that. And he's... Yeah, and I just, to be honest, going back to who takes it, I'd probably say Condit on that. I think he's technically probably a bit better. Matt Brown's probably a bit more like bite your gum shield and just swing. And I think Brown's coming off a loss, isn't he? Uh, yeah, Brown's coming off a loss, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so he got knocked out by that Biazza, wasn't it? I think that was it. Let's have a look. Yeah, he's. Um, it's always exciting to see um, these two, though, to be honest. Like... What do you think happens? So Condit's it's his last fight. Um, and I just want to talk a little bit about what you think might happen. Because Pettis went, after we spoke about Pettis, he signed with Bellator. Was it Bellator? We uh, yes. With? Yeah, I was gutted with that as well. And it was just Damn. like, I don't know what, I don't know what the UFC was thinking. Maybe they did have a word of him and he was like, no, look, sorry, I've, they've offered me shitloads of money. Mm. So I'm going to go over there. Oh, no, I thought it was that other one that 
PFL or fucking some shit like where like if you win a tournament if you win a tournament or something you get a million dollars or some shit. I don't know if they're still doing it, but um, yeah, it was a bit game really. You come off like a, like a good decent win. I would have thought they'd give him like another few fights, but it was PFL. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't Bellator. It was PFL that he's gone to. Yeah. So, would would that have been the last fight in his contract? Then is that how that works? I think that was it. Yeah, and he was probably. It's weird, isn't it? Maybe they're looking at him thinking he's not that big of a draw anymore and like there's other people coming up or I don't know. Fuck, it's weird. It is a bit of a weird one. We spoke before about fighters, what we want to see from them and the fact that there's some veterans here, like we we mentioned it about JDS and a few other fighters where it's like they're not at the top of their game anymore, but there's still fights out there for them. And this strikes me as one of those, like Condit's a veteran, Brown's a veteran. They're not, oh, yeah, none, definitely. none of them are going for titles. None of them are going to have another title run or anything like that, but it's the co-main. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like they're both, they're, these two are both still top draw. And probably I would have said Pettis was as well. Like put Pettis fight Brown. I think he might have, he might have fought Brown, but like say something like Pettis versus Condit, it's two like veterans going at it. It's, maybe they do. It seems like they're clearing out a lot with some people, isn't it? Maybe they're just, they've got so much talent coming through. It's like, they need to make a shift. They can't have like thousands of fighters all trying to get onto cards. Like, yeah, exactly. And I'm sure they're trying to separate the wheat from the chaff a little bit. And it's difficult mm. with these fighters as well because they probably don't know like when to hang up the gloves. Do you know what I mean? Just because they just oh, love it so Dos much. Dos Santos is going off. Like he's like, I'm, he's going off saying he's like disgusted with that decision and stuff. And he's coming, going to come back and prove everyone wrong. So it's like, maybe, all right, maybe he will, but. I'll get, I'll get personally as like a fan. I'll give him one more fight, and if he doesn't come up with a good, it's like fucking hell, man. You need to stop. Like, you need to, you need to stop. Even, even, even if you're in good shape, like, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where it's not just if you're in a good shape. You need to be able to do what your mind is letting, like wanting you to do in there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. We'll see. We'll right. see what happens. Other fights on the card. Uh, we've got yeah. We mentioned Yakin Buckley there against um, Alicia De Kiriko. That'll be really, really exciting. Uh, Li Jing Liang Pete against Santiago Ponzinibbio. That is oh, yeah. going to be a war, I think. Mm, yeah, that'd be a good one. That would be a really, really Pon- good one. Ponzinibbio's coming back, and he, I saw something. He's been out for a while, like injuries or something. Is he the one that busted up Perry's nose? Is that him? No, that was Luke, wasn't it? Was that Vincente? So, think, yeah, yeah, it's think, just really uh, yeah, Vincente. Yeah. Uh, Ponzinibbio did have a bit of a, um, a win. I can't remember who it was against. Let's have a look. Let's bring up here. Unless he was, unless yeah, unless he was ill, unless he had COVID or something. I, like I, I just I saw today he said he he's looking forward to getting back in there after some time off. But um, so he did fight Mike Perry. Um, so oh, he's coming. Well, oh. Ponzinibbio's coming off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fight win streak. He's beat Neil Magny, Mike Perry, Gunnar Nelson, Nordin Talib, Zach Cummings, Court McGee, uh, and Andreas Stahl. Like that is mm, mad. That's a good one. That's mad. What? I wonder what, yeah, maybe it was an illness or an injury then, if he's coming off of wins. It's been a while. When's the last time he fought? So the last time he fought was, yeah, the last time he fought was November 2018. Wow. Fucking hell. Jesus. Ring rust, Pete. What do you, do you, what do, what do you think about ring rust? Do you think it exists? I reckon it's personal, like for different people. Some people can go like years and then come back and still be exactly the same. And then others, like they take like a few months longer than what they would usually fight and it like fucks them up. But it's, mm. 
Who was it who, like GSP, when he come back against Bisping, he's like literally exactly the same. Like, yeah, yeah. At, at, at a bigger weight class as well. Mad, mad. Same with Connor. Like Connor takes all this time off and then he comes back and he just, as soon as he steps in there and the door shuts behind him, he just looks like he's yeah. home, like he's never left. Like you just get well, these that's, elite level fighters. That's what was weird with Cowboy, wasn't it? Because you've got Cowboy that fights as often as he can. So natural in there. And it's like, it looked like the other way around. It looked like Connor had been fighting all year. Yeah. And Cowboy hadn't fought in like years. It's just like, I guess it's just handling that pressure and stuff. But 100%. 100%. Yeah. I want to just spend a little time as well talking about this main event, Pete. Max Holloway, yes. number one ranked featherweight against <laughs> Calvin Cater, the number six ranked heavyweight. Talk to me about this one. How you see it going? Are you excited for this one? Well, yeah, it's like um, how, we, how we've picked the co-main as like fight of the night, but this one's probably going to, it could be either one of the two, I think, but um, I don't know. I've got, I don't know. I think it's either going to be like quick or it's going to just be like a back and forth. Like I don't see anyone, if someone's going to dominate, it's going to be like catching someone with an early shot or something, which in my head, I don't know why I think like Qatar has got the better boxing, mm. better cater, sorry. Mm. Um, I did, not obviously Holloway can box, but we saw what happened when he fought Poirot, and it's like there was just that little bit, that little stepping level of like actually like technically boxing. And I think Cater's maybe I don't know, man. He's fucking just different level when it comes to when it comes to his boxing. But then Max might have a better like all round game. So. Yes, exactly. It's not just a boxing match. I mean, no. with Holloway, with his loss against Dustin, you know, it was at a higher, it was at lightweight, I believe, wasn't it? So it's, you know, it was a little mm. bit higher. So you have to take that into yeah. consideration. I think Holloway's the greatest featherweight of all time. It's, 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 it's between him, Connor, and Jose for who's who's the featherweight king, in my opinion. And I just feel like he is just, yeah, he's just an absolute beast. He's one of my favorite fighters. Um, I feel like he's probably going to have a bit too much for Cater. I think this one is going to be a bit of a war because they're both too technical. I don't really envision a knockout. I don't know. I could be wrong. Again, I'm just fucking talking shit. But I just yeah. feel like because they're such both of such a high level, I, I don't see any of them getting caught unless Holloway uses leg kicks and that kind of stuff. Cater's leg kicks mm. aren't... He's all boxing, really, but we saw yeah. how dominant he can be in there. So I'm really excited for this one, man. If... Kate, uh, well, if Holloway wins, uh, title shot got to be. Yeah, straight back in there. Straight I reckon he'd maybe maybe for both of them. Right, yeah, title shot, title shot for both. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm hoping what you're saying is right. I'd love it if that was just you know like the standing in the middle of the cage, pointing at the floor for five rounds, like come on, let's like because I don't I think Kate can get caught up in that as well. Yeah, saw that saw that a little bit with Stevens. You know what I mean? They're just coming straight head to head. Just even though he's technical, it's. But then he's clever as well. He threw that elbow in there when they got close, and it was just—I don't know, man. See if he's see if he's actually got what it takes to get to the top. To be fair, his his record is is quite is, is ridiculous. Like obviously, we know that he beat <laughs> he beat he beat Danny Gay um, quite handily, and he beat Jeremy Stevens. You just mentioned he lost to Zabit before that. Um, he beat Ricardo Lamas, Chris Fishgold, Shane Burgos, Andre Philly. He, he's beat some really really big names. He lost to Renato Moicano. Um, but yeah, I'm just really, really excited for this one, man. Really, really excited for this one. The featherweight mm. division in general is getting a bit exciting. Um, is there what's the next title um, fight in the featherweight division? Do we know? I don't think we have. No, is it? Yeah, maybe we have got a. You have to, yeah, maybe look it up. 
Let's have a look. So, obviously, Volkanovski's champ <clears throat> and uh, the ratings. We've got Max Holloway at number one. Then we've got Brian Ortega. Um, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Ortega, I think. I think it's got to be Ortega for what he did to, was it Korean Zombie? Just absolutely mm. fucking outclassed him. Um, Yair yeah. Rodriguez is still in there. Obviously, Zombie's in there. Josh Emmett, Jeremy Stevens, Arnold Allen. Um, and Sadiq Youssef is the top 10 there. So that's really exciting. I'd just love to see Volkanovski fight Ortega. And then, yeah, that opens up. To be fair, that opens up Ortega Holloway again. And Holloway just fucked up Ortega last time. Like, his face was just an absolute mess after that. Like, that was when, mm. you know, I know how good Ortega is. Hence why I was waxing lyrical about him before the, the zombie fight. But what Holloway did to him, mate, fucking hell, mad. Yeah, I know. I know, like you said, he's gone through changes and stuff, which is... Yeah. Obviously, you, did, you could see that as well, but um, it's weird, isn't it? I, th- I almost feel like Holloway's been around for like ages, and he's just like this old, wily veteran, and he's just sort of been at the top, but he's not really. It's almost like he's resurged, and like he's now the young kid again coming. Yeah. So it's this, that's what that's why I think this weekend is going to be interesting. Like, if he can come out and dominate Cater, then yeah, he's obviously got a wicked argument that he could maybe go on and win the title again. Definitely, I 100% agree. He's like, because he's been around so long, um, obviously he lost to your boy and stuff like that. He's just come up as such a such a young fighter, but mm. I feel like he's going to come into his prime now. And he's still there mentally. A lot of people lose it mentally, don't they, as well? But he loves yeah. fighting. Like He's never going to oh, yeah, change. Def- so yeah, fucking, no, definitely. Yeah. I'm really, really excited about, that, about this one. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, and obviously we'll catch up about that one. The following card, Peter, uh, the main event is Michael Chiesa against Neil Magny. Uh, prelims even are exciting on this one. Um, Akhmedov's fighting. I won't go through them all. But Mike Davis is fighting. Jerome Rivera. Um, Ricky Simone is back as well. Um, so that'll be exciting to see. Uh, Tyson Nam's fighting on the main card. Roxanne Modeffrey's fighting as well. Um, and the main event, yeah, Michael Kiesa against Neil Magny. What did you pick out on, on this card? What, what stands um, out? I don't know if you said him or not. Uh, was it on the prelims? Is that Sumadurchi on there? Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, that's that's my pick. He's. I don't. I'm not really. I can't really remember the other guy. But I'm just picking it because of how good that Sumadurchi was last time we watched him. We were literally um, texting about it, weren't we? Like, mate, this geezer. Yeah, yeah. like, it's just like, it was like weird. Like, there's been a few of them fighters from last year and I was watching it and I was like, fucking hell, this geezer just, I don't know, there's something special about him, I think. Especially like, like Chinese, a few of these Chinese fighters are like proper stepping up and it's like... Well, first of all, just, he's from Tibet. You're racist. How oh, is he? Um, no, I'm just well, <laughs> flag look, the flag looks the same. <laughs> the Tibetan eagle. Um, Sumadeji, no, he, he is he is Chinese. I'm only joking. He is Chinese, but he's oh. of, he's, he's of Tibetan descent. Um, yeah, he beat Malcolm Gordon um, in his last outing, and yeah, just just bruv, he was sick. He, he just looked like the one of those left hand, wasn't it? Yeah, just that left hand, just pop, 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 like three in a row, like just yeah. He's I've got he's and I've put him down as no. I've, what have I done here? I'll put a little star next to him and said he's. <laughs> <laughs> said he's going to be one of my breakout stars for this year. Okay, cool. I like that. that what, that's what good. Weight, what weight? What weight is this? Uh, so that is going to be. Let's have a look. It's not lightweight. Is it? It's lighter than lightweight. I think. Yeah, I think it's lighter than lightweight. Um, I've just lost the events now. Where's that happened? Yeah, he's um, he's thirteen and four, which is not a bad record at all. Um, mm. Let's just bring that up again. So it's on the prelims. That's flyweight. Oh, wicked. Okay. Actually, so very light, yeah. Mm. 
Um, Zaruk Adashev is who he's fighting, and not too au okay with him. But um, again, yeah, that'll no. be that. I, I reckon. I reckon you're right. There. I reckon that'll be a fun fight. I'm excited to see Tyson Nam as well, the number thirteen ranked flyweight in there against Matt Schnell, the number nine ranked flyweight. Flyweight division's picking up a bit of pace, bruv. Mm, yeah, and uh, oh fucking, the, I don't know whether he is or not, but talk of like Sahudo and it coming back. What do you think about that? I heard Rogan talking about him the other day. He's like, who was he talking to him with? Jordan like, Burroughs. That was it. And he was like, yeah, like, man, he's like, I don't think he should be retired anyway. Like, he's in his prime. I would like to get back in shape. But it's just, I don't know. It'd be exciting as well against Figueredo. Yeah, that would be. That would be. I, I, I want to see the Figueredo Moreno rematch. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Well, yeah, that's what, yeah, actually, it could be. Could be Sahudo against Moreno. Never know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. So that'll be that'll be very very fun. Um, Kiesa against Magni Pete. So that's the main event. Um, what do you think about that one? That's tough. I can't really pick one there. It's, um, yeah, I think I just it's just going to be who's better on the night who turns up because I think they're both quite equal in there. Maybe Magni's probably got a bit of better striking, but grappling wise, I think there it's not going to be like. Magni's not going to be able to do to him what he done to Robbie Lawler, I don't no, think. So it's going, no. it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Really, really interesting. Really, really interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. So that's I'm really looking forward to see that. Ek Villeneuve's fighting uh, Vinicius Moreira as well, light heavyweight bite. I, I, I see a knockout in that one. I just love the light heavyweights. I'm sure that'll be um, something that's that's really, really exciting as well. Peter, why don't we come on? And we're not going to spend all day talking today, but why don't we come on to the return? Mm. to the return of the notorious MMA. Um, the fight card for this one is still a little bit up in the air. It hasn't been separated into prelims and main card yet. I'm so, sure they're still working on it. We have to allow the UFC a little bit of leeway. Uh, but the fighters that have been confirmed so far, Andrew Shan- uh, Sanchez against Andre Muniz, Matt Frivola against Ottoman Azaitar, Khalil Rantree Jr. against Marcin yeah. Pacnio. That is my fight of the night pick. I can't remember the other guy. Like I'm, I'm excited to see Khalil again, but I don't really know the other guy. I don't think it's going to be really, really exciting. Um, was he was the one? Um, was he the one who he was throwing punches from like really, really weird angles? Like kept grabbing his. Oh, fucking, like, was that him? Oh right. Oh that guy. Oh okay. Yeah, that's good. That's serious then. Let me just check. That is the right person first of all, because um, sometimes who did who did he bang out? Not Ozdemir, was it? Yeah, it was. Or... Is yeah. this the one we're talking about? Um, no, so this is um, someone else. Sorry. So Marcin Pracnio, um, he's coming off um, two, three losses. So he's lost to Sam, Al- Sam Alvey, uh, Magomed Ankelev and Mike Rodriguez um, coming off three, three losses there. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Khalil Roundtree with his Muay Thai. I'm excited for that. Mm. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, it has been a while, actually. Yeah, um, I think he lost his last fight, to be honest. Um, I can oh. just check because I remember Rogan was like raxing lyri- uh, lyrical about him. Yeah. Um, and then he just kind of lost. But the guy that he <laughs> lost to, who was uh, Kutalaba, he lost to. Okay. Um, but he beat Eric Anders before that when he was just fucking lighting him up. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that was um, really, really exciting. Then we have Brad Tavares against Antonio Carlos Jr. That is going to be a fun fight. Yeah. Uh, they haven't got the weights up yet, but um, I'm sure they'll put that on there. Marina Rodriguez against Amanda Ribas. Nick Lentz against Mosfar uh, Ivlovev. Jessica Rye is back. Straight back in there. Fair fucking play against uh, Joanne Calderwood. 
let's talk a little bit about Dan Hooker and Michael Chandler. So this is going to be Michael Chandler's uh, first foray into the UFC. Was he champ of where he's come from? I think yeah, he was, like, wasn't he? Twice, like I think he won it. Well, he won it twice or multiple times. I think he sort of, like sort of lost it and then got it back. People were talking about him being the guy that could pip Khabib and that kind of stuff, but yeah, I, mm. I don't, I, I don't know about that. But we'll uh, we'll see what happens. His last fight was against Benden, uh, Benson Henderson. Benson still going, fucking hell, staying strong yeah. in there. Um, his last fight was August last year, 2020, when he beat Benson. He's beat Sydney Outlaw before that. Um, and yeah, he was the lightweight world champion. Then he lost the lightweight world championship to Patricio Ferre. So, bruv, I am really, really excited for this one. It's Chandler's first foray into the UFC, as mentioned, and um, coming up against Dan Hooker. What, what, what do you think about this one? Or how do you see it going? Yeah, I've got this one down as fight of the night, just because nice. I'm... Just because I think, I think for for someone for him to fight as his first fight is pretty decent. He's not in there with a. I feel like obviously Danuk is wicked, but obviously like we saw what happened with Poirier. It's like that, even though that was a war, that's why I'm excited because I think Chandler's not afraid to like have a, just a stand and bang war like, and and he's probably got better knockout power. But it's just going to be maybe like the wrestling as well. Like mm. so, he might be able to. Like the fights that I've seen of him as well, I watched quite a few. When he, when I saw it, I've listened to him on Rogan. He sounds proper clued up and like sort of taking his career seriously now. Um, where he said he wasn't really before. He's made loads of changes and what he done when he like. I think I don't think Benson Anderson there was ever finished before that. He was the first person to knock him out. Wow. Um, and it uh, and even their first fight was like really close. I think um, just like an out and out war. So it's, it's, it's definitely it's definitely saying about him. People saying like, oh, he doesn't belong in the UFC and he's going to get found out. It's not. That's, I don't think that's the case at all. I think there are some of them guys over in Bellator that are actually that good. It's just they we haven't seen them in the UFC. So I think it's a good test to put him in there with someone like Hooker, who's like technically really good, like good striking. But it's just going to. I don't know, man. I've just got a feeling something's going to happen in that one. Exciting. I love the fact that it's probably fucking dickheads in armchairs going, oh, he's not cut out for the UFC. He's not cut out for yeah. the UFC. Like, shut up. Like Yeah, people just... that people that only ever watch have only ever watched UFC and they see like <laughs> they see like, oh, I'm never watching a Bellator fight or a Strike Force fight. Yeah. Because it's not my company that I watch. It's like fucking what? <laughs> so I guarantee there's people out there like that. Like definitely. It's like only watching the Premier League and go, oh, fucking yeah. the league is shit, mate. No, yeah, no, right. like, it's know, ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, really exciting to see. This is a big opportunity for Dan, in my opinion. Like, I feel like if Dan just goes in there and just washes him, it will just really mm. open up. That that those people who we've been see- talking about, they'll love that. They'll love. No, oh, look, yes. he's come to the UFC and the number six lightweight. It's done him. So. I don't know, but mm. to come from a top of the division to to the number six fire, I'm glad they haven't just chucked him in straight away against you know a Khabib or someone like that or giving giving him yeah. a bit of a chance. But no man, we'll see what happens there. Hooker obviously using his range. Chandler's a bit of a shorty, stockier fighter, if I'm not yeah, mistaken, a bit, a bit more yeah, of a wrestler. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's quite short. But then Ben, but then Henderson's quite a tall, lanky sort of fighter, and he didn't didn't really like affect him in that. From what I was, what he's just he's just a pressure fighter. That's why I'm excited because. Obviously, Hooker's got the striking, but I've seen, I've seen Chandler, and he just he just goes forward. He's just pressure, 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 throwing like he's got a massive right hand, um, and then obviously the takedowns. But he's, uh, people do say, and I think he, be, he even admits it that 
he'll have a round and then he'll have a round off and then he'll have a round because he, he pushes so hard. Right. So he sort of like, he pushes so hard and then maybe he needs like a round to sort of get his breath back and then he goes again. But he said he, said he doesn't really get tired. It's just tactics that he's used in the past in like five round fights. Mm. But I've, I've, this, yeah, this is obviously three rounder. So hopefully they just fucking go out. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully they will. Hopefully they will. And I'm really excited for that one. Peter, let's come on to the main event. I've got a few questions for you. And obviously, I know you want to talk a little bit about it. It's, no, the, no. Return, it's the return of... talk about it at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. All right, let's talk about it. So Conor McGregor, the number 15, and I'll say that again, the 15th ranked lightweight in the lightweight division is coming up yes. against Dustin Poirier. Go on. Just as that... Come on, even you know that's lies. I mean, I'm looking at the rankings, mate. You see it in front of me. Yeah, I know, but just look at all the people above him. I know how many of them would he beat? Um, no, I'm only joking. He's um, he's <laughs> he's he's not ranked 15th. Um, he's uh... oh, is he... I don't even know. See, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny on the UFC website. It says uh, that he's ranked number 15, but when you actually go to the rankings in the lightweight division, he's ranked number four. Um, just chuck him in there. Fuck it. Why not? Hasn't fought in ages in the lightweight division. Don't worry about it. Um, Dustin Poirier against Conor McGregor. Now, what they're talking about at the moment, first of all, I just want to start with the title. So Khabib has vacated. Justin Gaethje's floating around in there. Charles Oliveira's floating around in there. Has that been... Is that on the cards for a fight? No, that's that's the what Dana wants to make, I think. But it doesn't sound like Oliveira's team's happy with that. They're like, no, we want to wait. For, they they actually I think they actually even said we want to wait for the winner of uh, Connor and Dustin. Dustin. So so they're sort of thinking that this is going to be not for the lightweight title exactly, but to get a shot at the lightweight title. Do you know what I mean? Right. So whoever win whoever wins next week is going to be in the next title fight, and that's what that's who Olivieri wants to fight. Who wants to face? Okay, that make, that does make sense. What what about Justin though? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. Rather than they don't obviously don't want to risk fighting Justin just in mm-hmm. case, but um, but yeah, I mean, to to be fair, I'd I'd say I'd I'd say Olivier is ahead of Justin right now. I'd like just just the way he's been fighting, and what he what he did to. Ferguson compared to what Gaethje did to him mm. like what Oliveira did was just a complete it's almost like a Khabib type shutdown whereas obviously Gaethje was like a back and forth war but I, I, I don't know it's, it's, it's so wide that's why I'm excited though there's all these people and you've got all these people you've got all these people coming in as well you've got fucking cowboy training to get down to 155 so he's fucking pumped and he's going for like one final run He's like all them guys above me in the rankings. I know I can beat them and all this. And now you've got now you've got Nate cutting back down. Dana said they're making a fight for one fifty five, but he's not saying who it's against yet. Um, but he said it's not Tony. But he said if they do get it done, yeah, that everyone's going to be so excited. So I've, I've got a feeling that might be Gaethje. I don't know. Um, so it's, either that or it could be. No, that's what I mean. Olivier wouldn't take it. Um, but yeah, it's just there's so many people in that division now. And then you got the, the even even the people that ain't like Fiziev ain't even ranked yet, is he? Nah, no, he's not. Little Fiziev, like fucking, it's just full of strikers, just full of wicked fights. Like, 
So, I mean, the, the names, bruv. Drew Dober, Greg Gillespie, Islam Makachev, Benil Dariush, Kevin Lee, Ray Janelle, Diego Ferreira, Paul Felder. Big Felder in there still. RDA. Mm. And then obviously Dan Hooker, Tony, Connor, Charles, Dustin, and then Justin. Um, how do you see this one going, Pete? As if I have to ask. It's either going to be one of them really weird quick finishes, like the cowboy fight where everyone's just like, what the fuck, like, Jesus Christ. Or it's going to be, what did I say? I think I said to you the other day, it's going to be like like Nate, Nate Connor 2. Okay. So back and forth, one wins one round, it gets a bit tired, the other one comes back, wins the next round, blah, blah, blah. Like, and it's just, which is, I don't, I'm, 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 a, I'm happy either way. <laughs> if <laughs> Connor's come out and said he's going to do it in 60 seconds this time. Yeah. And, it, and if he does come out, all guns blazing like he did against Cowboy it's like that's sort of like I do like watching him be like technical and stuff but there was just something like exciting and different about his mentality and his focus and his aggression in that fight I've never seen him walk across the cage or run across the cage and just throw a left hand Mm. but I've never seen him do that before it's always like he comes out and he'll throw like a kick just to get his range and stuff and move about but if I know obviously Poirier's tough, but he knows he he knows he's knocked him out before, and I think I don't know. I think Poirier's going to probably be feeling the pressure a bit more, and just seeing what what shape Connor's in. Like they're both in good shape, but Connor looks fucking huge. Like, I don't know if like the the photos I've seen of him. I know he's not. They're probably just photos against like normal people, but like he looks fucking massive. Like he's packed on muscle, and it's just I don't know. It's going to be if it is just striking. I've always said like if it is just a out and out striking match with no takedowns or no threat of takedowns then he should handle most of the people in that division yeah I agree but but then again like you see what um, what's his name you see what Dustin did to like Gaethje when he caught him with that left hand and his legs went it was like oh shit like no I didn't like, no one saw that coming because they were just having a war and it's like oh they can take each other's shots and then Dustin's got that sort of boxing the technique and the power still in the late round so Obviously, the later it goes, I think it's going to be Connor's going to be a bit more worried. But I don't know. I'm just expecting something special. What do you think? What do you think? Um, I think what we can both agree on is that the Dustin that Connor beat is not there anymore. Like that's not Dustin yeah. anymore. He's gone on to do yeah. some absolutely ridiculous stuff. Like since he's since he's lost to Connor, he's only lost two fights um and he's beat some some animals in that time like um obviously he beat anthony pettis he beat justin gaethje he's beat alvarez he beat holloway he lost to Khabib, but then he's he's beat dan hooker in his last fight with a unanimous decision like i feel like i, I think connor's being a bit disrespectful saying he's going to do him in 60 seconds but then again i don't think he's being disrespectful in the fact that connor probably actually genuinely believes that he will so that's fair enough mm. like if he, if he does believe that um Coming out of action, I do fear for Connor sometimes because the weight change all the time. Like when he went up and fought Nate at 170, he really struggled. And then it took him like a little while to get used to it. And now he's obviously, he fought uh, Cowboy at Welterweight, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just, you know, I do fear from that way. However, um, I'll be very, 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 uh, I'll be surprised if Dustin uh, pulls this one off. Um, I feel like Connor gets into people's heads. Dustin hasn't really got that kind of edge to him. And mm. Connor wins a lot of his fights in the press conferences and the build ups. Um, he's very clever with what he releases and when he's training, he's very clever about what he says in conferences, he's very clever about what he does at weigh ins and that kind of stuff. And 
that yeah. sometimes like I think like the, the the Aldo fight for example like he, he won that fight in 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 the weeks leading up to it the months leading up to it yeah. obviously I know he smashed him in his head you, you can't just walk yeah, in there yeah. and, and win with words but no but yeah he made him do something that he's never done before like exactly. lunging like a fucking amateur get angry and go for him but which I don't um, I don't really see it happening though I know that I think they did a press conference today but like there's not been there's still not been the disrespect or the like you know like back chatting talking shit well he's fucking they're doing this for charity aren't they they're doing they're yes. still doing that I think he's still giving him the half a mil for his charity and, and that's that's why I think he's even more dangerous than when he was up and coming and cocky because I think there's just a different Connor now that's he's got so all you the feel money because like he's, his... he's got more money he might be more dangerous uh, not maybe because of the money but he's got He's got like man. He's got like he's got. He's he's not striving for that. He's not hungry to get the millions. Now he's got the millions. He's got the business. He's got the he's got the misses and well, they got two. Is it two kids and one more on the way? Like so, he's got he's got family to look after now. Um, and just the the way that he handled the cowboy fight when he it was all it was all respect. For some reason I think that's even more like terrifying than when he's mouthing off because when mm. he was mouthing off against Khabib everyone was a bit like yeah he does actually when you look back at it I was enjoying it because I just thought it was funny and I was like oh anything could happen in this fight but when you do look back it's like he does actually look like he's probably drunk or like hung over in them press conferences and chatting shit drinking I think he was nervous before that fight I think he I think probably, he probably but yeah. I, I do I 100% believe him that he was probably drinking a lot as well not mm. not in not because he was scared but like confident he's probably like yeah I'm, I'm in good enough shape to beat him i can have a few whiskeys or whatever this week who gives a fuck um whereas now it's like no no drinking none of that Get, he's got his boxing coach back in there from when he was a kid um like i know they they could always say this but kevin has said he's not he's never seen him in this like good of a shape and it's like if he does get past dustin then it's going to be like like who knows what's going to happen in terms of like titles and what he can do this year but I'm just I'm just hoping it's it's just I think it's just because it's exciting. Like whoever wins like the weekend, there's still like loads of fights out there for people in the lightweight division, and it's mm-hmm. like hardly any of them are, are like a step down. Like you like who, who said it to the fucking DC keeps coming out and he's like whoever wins out of Hooker and Chandler, I'd get straight on that microphone and mug Conor McGregor off because he's gonna because <laughs> he's gonna hear it. Yeah, and then he afterwards he's going to be like, oh, because he mugged me off. I want to fight. So like, obviously DC saying that's your little platform in the co-main event to put your name out there and piss him off. It's not a bad idea. No, nah, yeah, and get the money for it. Everyone's everyone probably wants to do it, isn't it? Like, but yeah, I don't know. It's, Even it's our, RDA exciting. called Connor out, didn't he? RDA called him out and said, look, I'm I didn't I never lost a lightweight title. You never lost a lightweight title. We're the only true yeah, champs. Yeah. Everyone wants to fight him because they know it's the Fucking, it's the, it's the yeah. money fight. Chamayev. Kamzat wants to fight him. Everyone wants to fight him. Um, what I mean, do you know what? I it's difficult because I I like listening to Dana and Dana rarely chats shit, but because he sucks off Connor so much because Connor generates so much income, Dana mm. was like, I've never seen him like this. I've never seen him this hungry. I've ne- and that's just like, right? Are you just chatting shit because you know that he's going to generate a lot of money and blah blah blah, or? If he's if that is genuine and Dana White's not chatting shit because I don't think Dana would I feel like Dana would probably be like nah he's not taking it why, very seriously. Why would you Why would you think he's like not taking it serious? Who Connor? Yeah, so because I, I would have thought if he wasn't 
if he wasn't serious about fighting and he didn't blah blah blah, he wouldn't be putting himself through all this. True, true. The only thing is, it's like, can you can you recreate that hunger of never having a belt, never you know being broke? Can you can you recreate that hunger? that you had when you wanted to, so he had a vision of being the two weight world champ and then he did that and he wanted to start his own whiskey and he did that and that kind of stuff. It's like, what's he aiming for now? So if his aim is to recapture the title, obviously now that Khabib's gone, it's all open for him. Mm. Then I think th- there's a couple of things I think. So the first thing I think is genuinely, and I know I always like, I'm, I'm obviously facetious about Connor because I know you love him and blah, blah, blah. However, <laughs> if he is hungry, and he's back to where he was, and he's getting back into MMA properly now, the rest of the division is in trouble, like, genuinely. Like, yeah, if yeah. he's back well, to Conor McGregor, he's in, the rest of them are in trouble. That's facts. Mm. Yeah, and it's that's why I was a bit of a shame that he didn't fight last year again, because after, after what he'd done to Cowboy, it was like it would have been perfect for him to just have a little fucking steamroll, just, like, see what happens, but... Obviously, no one knows really what happened behind like closed doors, and was they really offering him fights, and was he really turning them down, or Don't did he know, get yeah. disinterested in that? But yeah, you're right. If he if he's genuinely like, cause that's what was different. Even when he walked into the cage, he didn't even do like the billionaire strut and all that shit. He literally just ran over to his corner, turned around, and was like, "Right, okay, looks so fucking relaxed." Like, I guess what I mean. Like, I'm just hoping it's. If he is serious, I mean, it looks like he looks like in fucking banging shape. Like, he always looks in shape, but yeah, he looks fucking hench at the moment. Like, I don't know what I don't know what he's been doing. Fucking hell! But um, steroids. Yeah, I, that's yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a, that's, a, that's our thing. That's why I'm a little bit like that's why a little bit. Every time I see something new pop up or how relaxed he is and what the shape of him and stuff, and even the things that he's saying, I'm still a little bit like. Like Dustin could be in like proper trouble, like first round, just like if a few shots land, it's just it's gonna be so interesting. I've got a feeling it's gonna be a little bit like maybe not the first fight, maybe a bit more competitive, but like what he did to like Alvarez, like that just sort of he, he's just got that. I can just see him standing in front of him, just moving, slipping, landing his shots, and making Poirot miss, mm. and just stuffing everything that he's like throws at him. Either that, or it's just gonna. The only way I see him losing is if he gets a bit tired. Do you know what I mean? Right. If he yeah, doesn't yeah. get if he doesn't get the knockout and Poirot starts coming on strong, but but then I don't think I don't think Poirot's like the threat that Diaz is to him. I don't really see that. Well, what I was going to say was obviously you know I hope he is back to that, but if he's not and he's not taking it seriously and he's just going to go in there and just kind of go in there for the sake of going in there to prove a point, Dustin's mm. the wrong guy to do that against because Dustin is yeah. hungry. Dustin is got something to prove. Dustin is still kind of trying to climb his way up the ranks and recapture that belt. So I don't know. Do you know what's going to happen, brother? Connor's going to fucking walk through him, and then we're all just going to be like, you know, that's no. that's what's going to happen. He's going to bang him out. Well, if he. If you don't, I'm never, I'm never doing one of these again. <laughs> I tell my mates at work, I'm not going to work either. <laughs> I, I can't see, uh, like, well, what's it, what's Dustin going to do? Knock him out? Like, come on, I don't know. I just, can you see that? I can't. I don't know. Maybe we're writing him off. We but should yeah, we've, underestimate we've seen, him. But we've seen crazier things, haven't we? We've no, seen crazier not. things. Imagine, imagine all the Aldo fans going, no, 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 like. 
Magic oh, McGregor never touch him. He never touched the best. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Just like, oh, shit. 14 seconds or whatever it was. Yeah. Bang, straight to the jaw. Look, Jesus. Pete, I'm really, 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 really excited, mate. I think um, I'm glad that UFC's back. Um, it means we can talk to each other again. Um, yeah, yeah. As we said, we <laughs> well, yeah, last, yeah, yeah. last year was probably probably the best UFC year I've had. 100%. Getting back, getting back into it and stuff. So, yeah, Fight Island again. How do you think? Lastly, um, there's going to be no crowd. Do you think that will? What it's going to be weird? To I thought there was with no crowd. What there's crowds? Well, like they're going to put in more people than what they had last time. So maybe it's like people who work there and stuff. They're going to have. There's. I think Dana said there's definitely going to be fans. Okay. So that's what's that's that'd be exciting as well. God, um, I hope there is. I just wonder. Have you have you seen any of what they're what it's like out there? Nah. Like what? Like fucking! It was only through like maybe like I've seen like a picture of like Dustin in his hotel and people walking around and stuff. But like, um, fucking, <laughs> can't have put any story today. He's like no no watch, no suit, no whip, and he's going around and he's with his little boy and some it looks like a Lamborghini or something, and he's got this fucking watch on that's like. You know them watches that's got all the moving parts in it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like it's like that. It's like yeah, yeah, like pure gold, but it's got like a little globe in it. <laughs> and another little thing next to it that's like rotating around and he keeps showing it off. And then he was sitting in like a, a watch store or a shoe store with his little kid. And it's just like that place. Look, and like Dana White posted up a video of his hotel. I saw that. that yeah. yeah. That like they put all the stuff in there for him and fucking hell. Like that place is like, I've fucking, I've never, I've, I've obviously been, I've been to Dubai to see Dens, but not just to go to that Island would be fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be mad. It'd be um, mad. Really, really exciting, Peter. Um, let's let the listeners go. Uh, we'll catch up, obviously, next week to <laughs> run through. Good <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> catch up with you soon, mate. Um, what's the actual... What's the? So we've got um, Saturday, Jan 16th. And then we have yeah. Wednesday, Jan Wednesday. 20th. Fucking hell. Got times on there? Are they American times? Um, yeah, I've got... So the Holloway one is 8 o'clock our time. Oh, okay. Brilliant. Love that. Sick, sick. Apparently, the case of Neil Magny is five o'clock our time. Wicked. So that's Wednesday. And then Poirier, McGregor, obviously, that's 3 a.m. Because uh, that's just the way it is. If that one's on box office, I'm not buying it. I refuse. I'll pay enough for fucking BT as it is. I'll catch the fucking highlights. But um, no, we'll um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So you, you only have to watch 60 seconds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. We'll let you go, Pete. We'll, well, I suppose yeah. what we'll try and do is after the Holloway, we'll try and have a catch up. But if not, we'll just do a show on yeah. Thursday and we'll talk about both the cards, eh? Both of them, yeah. Yeah. yeah All right, yeah. then, brother. Catching a bit, mate. Take care. See you, mate. See you later, Bye. Mate. Bye.